fighting people in the comment section. <laughs> what are you doing? Do it for the experience, not for clout. Have the confidence to enjoy your own company. If it's not quality, have the decency and the dignity to walk away. Please don't be the only one who has heard me say, 30s is your new 20s, but with more money. This is kind of what inspired today's topic, and I don't know why it took me so long to bring these topics onto the podcast, but they're here to stay. So consider this your first episode to the 30s series. I'm going to talk to you about everything 30 as it happens. I don't know why or when, but somewhere along the lines, 30 got a really bad rep. If you've not made it by the time you reach 30, like your dreams are no longer as valid if you haven't achieved or realized them by the age of 30. And I'm here debunking the myth, starting with showing you guys how to level up when you're in your 30s. This doesn't necessarily mean you have to be 30 to utilize these tips. If you're in the age between 25 and up, I'm still talking to you. If you're in your early 20s, good for you. And if you're in your late 30s, going on 40, still talking to you and I hope life has been fair and kind to you. Hi, you're listening to The Journey with Kimi Lately and I am Kimi Lately, your host. I do have my tab here to just see um, all the notes that I have written. It's that day. First things first, towards a leveling up in your 30s, is to have clear goals. It's one thing to have goals, general goals. I'll give you an example. Remember that goal that majority of us had, you know, getting married by the age of 25, 24? Show hands. I had the same plans. I'm 30. The dream has not realized, the goal has not been met, and I'm fine. I don't know who conditioned us towards that. That's also a topic for another day. But clear goals have to be SMART. And what are SMART goals? SMART is actually an acronym where S is specific, M is measurable, um, A is attainable, then you have R which is rela relatable, and then you have T which is time bound. So I'll give you three sets of examples, and then I'll show you the difference between just having an ordinary goal or a general goal, a clear goal, and then a, a clear or SMART goal, and then just a hanging goal. So it's one thing to say I want to travel. My goal is to travel. That's just a general. Everybody wants that. There's nothing attached to it to keep you even accountable for the for the most part. And then there's I want to travel abroad. Still the same thing. At least this one has a destination, but it's still the same thing. And then there's another one. I want to travel abroad for my birthday. That's still just something hanging there. And then there's another person who sets their goal in this form. And then when the moment I mention it, you will get that aha moment and you will start structuring your goals at this way. So this other person will be, I want to save 500, let's say $500 to go to South Africa for my birthday. Smart, the, the smart aspect in goals is already captured in this particular statement. So you have specific, it's a very specific goal. You want to go to South Africa, you want to save money and you just don't go to South Africa any day, you want to go there for your birthday. So very specific. And then you have measurable. There's the measure part in the finance aspect of it. You have to sell 500 for you to realize this goal. Then it's attainable. The fact that you already have 500 calculated or counted for in the beginning, it's something that in your head you think it's either attainable or you can sell towards that attaining, towards attaining that particular goal. So it's one thing to save 500 and then you have never saved a penny in your life or say I need $200 million to buy a car. 
I don't know if you really if cards are like 200 million goals. But you see, something like that is not as obtainable as having something that's within probably your salary range or money you make on your side hustle. And then you have a relative or relatable. You going to South Africa will be a dream that you've always wanted. You're going there for you, not because you saw somebody else doing it. So the more relatable the goal is towards you, the more easy it is for you to attain it. I'll double back towards the thing that I think wanted to get married at the age of 24. I think it's some, somewhere along the line they might have heard my friend is like, oh, I want to get married by 24, maybe finish my school by there, get married by 24. It's something that you hear it. Was it necessarily relatable to you? Maybe not. And that's why maybe that dream wasn't realized for you. Or maybe that goal was not attained for you. And then time bound. Any goal that's just open-ended is really hard to actually close it or get get as close as realizing the actual goal. You have to have specific time of when you intend to get towards that specific goal. That's how you level up. If you're planning, let's say you're here listening to the leveling up series, you'll be like, oh, I need to be maybe like one, two, three. I want to set goals. So in the beginning of the year, like everybody who does that New Year's wish list, mount all your goals towards a specific time. Like I want to finish my degree by the age of 23. So you know, I have three years of maybe uni and then I'll be done with that degree. So there's that time aspect, which is very important. And by the time you set a time aspect, like you see time is going and nothing is happening, then maybe that route was not necessarily for you. So that's one. And then while you're on the whole idea of setting clear goals or having clear goals, another thing is being real with yourself. I'm gonna expand. If you say come 2024 and you set new goals for yourself, just for the sake of it, it's new year, new me, I wanna lose weight, I wanna go to the gym, I wanna run a marathon, I wanna help the kids, I wanna volunteer, I wanna adopt a puppy. You know all those goals that we set in the beginning of the year. And then you have the end of Q1, none of those things that you set out in the beginning have been accomplished. Then you have the end of Q2, nothing has been accomplished. And you don't even take the time to like reflect, like why do I have these empty goals hanging out on my vision board or on my diary, my journal, and I'm not realizing them or working towards them. Probably you need to reroute. Maybe the, the route you use is not working for you. Or maybe you need to double down and see where the hiccup is. So it's one thing to set clear, smart goals but it's also another thing to stay accountable and revisiting your goals revisiting your goals tracking them and then where needed changing the course of action so that's that's the first one another thing is on personal development this is so key investing in your personal development knowing your personal trigger majority of us go around living life with a lot of trauma with a lot of resentment not knowing what we want or who we are and that's gonna cost us in our day-to-day -day jobs in our relationships it's also gonna affect us because if you have not even figured out what or who you are as a person how you experience love how you handle different emotions it's gonna be really hard for you to level up because something might have a good day and then something very minute happens and since you have not done that personal reflection, personal development, you haven't mastered the art of self-awareness, it takes you off the track completely. If you master the art of self-awareness, even the people that you attract in your life will be filtered. Because all these red flags that we see around in like relationship, in friendship, 
toxic workplaces, majority of this can be avoided through the art of self-awareness. Self-awareness is actually being aware of your emotions, being intertwined with your emotions and how you actually, what is the word they use? How you take whatever you know from your internal self into the real world. Say you go to work and then somebody does something to you. But since you're already intertwined or in line with your emotions, something that as big as that that someone would be expecting to face, you won't face because you're like, there are bigger goals. At the end of the day, everybody dies. This is something that you can think of. Maybe, I don't know, just everybody's self-awareness is different. I'll give you an example, let's say in terms of relationship. When I'm fully aware of who I am, my love languages, how I expect my particular partner to treat me, not to treat me like, like I'm trash. See, then I will never be in a situation where a person treats me any less than why I think I deserve. And this is actually a very broad topic. Some people actually require, majority of us require therapy to heal the inner child in ourselves, to heal us from past traumas. And I know it's, it doesn't always have to be therapy. You can start working on yourself work on your emotions. If you are easily angered, have like a happy, happy-go-lucky mentality. It's something that you start training yourself. The better you are at practicing this, the easier it is, and then at the end of the day, it becomes your second, second skin, second, I don't know, it becomes your second reality. Oh, this is my favorite one. Number three is on embracing a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm coming for everyone in this one. Embracing a lifestyle is is broad and i just don't mean gym i mean taking care of your gut taking care of your mental health taking care of your physical health taking care of your physical surrounding it all revolves around that you we all know when you get to 30 the metabolism kind of slows down you don't maybe let's say lose fat as as easily as it was when you were like 20 when you, all you could do is eat junk for like a month and then nothing happens. Here you might eat a whole raw, like raw cabbage for a week and then have KFC one night and then you feel like you've gained so much weight. So I think the key here is trying as much to like a healthy amount to live a healthy lifestyle. I don't mean starve, by no means am I advocating starvation. I just mean do the little thing. Example, if, if you're trying to get a healthy lifestyle, eat more healthy, that's, that's something. That's something within your means. And I know eating healthy can be quite expensive, but there's a, a budget-friendly option on how to eat healthy. Um, maintain your starch to protein level. Another way to do this, do some kind of activity that kind of works out your heart. It could be running, it could be swimming, it could be going for a walk, it could be as extreme as joining a gym. Just do something that will actually get you out of a rut. Go outside, sweat a little. So that's something you need to be mindful on. And then another one is sleep. Have eight hours of sleep. I know it seems like it's not attainable, but try actively to have eight hours of sleep every night. It will change your mood swings. It will change how you view the world. You will have more energy. Sometimes all you need is a bit of sleep. For crying out loud, if you can get those eight hours of sleep, Take them and enjoy them. Another bit is drinking lots of water. It goes without saying. You are cranky in the morning, you're angry at people, you start thinking everybody's there to get you. Well, at the end of the day, all you needed was a glass of water. Or 10. Drink water, stay hydrated. 
So that's all in the whole aspect of having a healthy lifestyle. Point number four in leveling up in your 30s is to have financial discipline. Yeah, I'm shooting myself on the leg with this one and I'm also shooting you on the leg with this one. Financial discipline goes hand in hand with saving. It's so frustrating when you meet people in their 30s and they have zero saving to their name. If you're planning to level up as a 30-year-old woman or male or non-identified person, please practice on saving. I don't care how much you make, take a chunk of it, whatever percentage that works for you without you dying or starving and allocate it into a savings plan. If you don't know what you're saving for, just put the money aside. It doesn't matter what you're saving for. Just make a habit and a discipline to save it. So if you make this a continuous discipline, if you're trying, let's say, have a goal in the, middle, in the beginning of the year, let's say it's to save $100 by the end of the year. Take a year, divide it by $100, see how much you need to save every month to attain your goal, and then set that money aside and let it be. Again, set that money aside and let it be. Just because you do not have an actual plan with it, it doesn't mean like that is going to be your shopping spree money. Savings is just saving. If you want to do a shopping, I look at that budget elsewhere. Another bit when it comes to financial discipline is to actually live below your means. By the time you are 30 and you have mastered the art of personal development and self-awareness, you should know by now that there's no point of impressing anyone. The only person you're supposed to impress is but the only person you're supposed to impress on earth is yourself. So please, for the love of God, stop impressing people. Live below your means. There's no point of dying in debt, trying to impress somebody, or spending more than you can act. I don't know, biting that biting more than you can chew, whatever that saying is. If you make a hundred, there's no point your entire monthly bill to be 500. First, you'll be living paycheck to paycheck and you're also you'll always be behind. So make a plan to always allocate all your expenses in like a sheet, a journal, a piece of paper. I don't know where you put yours, but just make a plan. This is how much I, I spend in a, in a month. This is how much money I get in a month. And then take the two and make sure that spending does not exceed the incoming funds. So together, I thought so. Another bit, not necessarily related to financial discipline, but it will in a minute. Have a side hustle. Have a form of getting passive income. There, I've said it. I know between your nine to five, especially if you're doing a nine to five, have a way to have passive income. And any money that you get from your passive income, where do we put it? You save, correct. All the money you make from your passive income needs to go into your savings account. So the easiest way to get passive income is having a hobby. This is why I said it doesn't necessarily relate to financial discipline, but it also does have a hobby. Especially if you have a hobby that can be turned into money. If you're an artist, find a way to sell your art on Etsy. If you're a musician, put your songs on Spotify, YouTube music. If you're a content creator, create your content and spread it. If you're, I don't know, pianist, do something with your hobby and find a way to get money out of it. All that money, put it in a savings account. Again, an important aspect of having a hobby is just not to have the second or the passive income. It's also to build depth into you as a person. It doesn't make sense you're walking around on this 30-year-old, uh, 30 plus, 35, and you have no hobby. 
like when you meet somebody for the first time, you're like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? I'm like, oh, I go to work, and then there's nothing after. You, you're like one-dimensional person. The person you call me kind of has depth. There's more to that person. It gives you character, it gives you depth. So please find a hobby. It doesn't always have to be like a hobby that can turn into a passive income, income stream. But just get a hobby for the sake of your sanity, mentality, your own zen. Make sense? Oh, this this is gonna be interesting. Still a work in progress, I'll be the first one to admit. But have a work and life balance. I don't care how much you love your job. It's your job for a reason. It's an exchange of service. You give them your time and expertise, they give you money. That's what a job is. So find for the love of me a balance between your work and your life. This will only work when one. There's more to yourself. You've done your personal development, self-awareness thing. You have hobbies outside of work. You have a life outside of work. You have a healthy quality relationships out of work. They could be personal, they could be romantic. So when you have all those pillars, it's so easy for you to do your nine to five if you're in the traditional nine to five route or you're in the entrepreneur route. Work is work, play is play. And I don't mean you have to slack in either of the two. If you're gonna show up for your nine to five, show up fully, give it your all, as far as your all is concerned. And then when it's time for you to clock out, clock out and give yourself fully. I think that gives me a good segue into having quality relationships. This can be personal, the type of friendship that you have, they have to be quality. Especially if you're clocking 30 upward. There's no point of you hanging out around 30, 30 people. If they are quality, well, good for you. Have friends that are reliable, like friends through thick and thin. There's no point of you having half as friendship when you're 30. The one currency you have is your time, so spend it wisely. When it comes to romantic relationship, make sure that people that have access to your time, quality kind of people, there's no point of making out around a red flag. That's not how, that's like literally the first do not do when you're trying to level up as a 30 year old. If you're trying to get into a relationship, make sure the person who is coming to you fuels you in a way that you couldn't have done it on your own. There's no point of being in a toxic relationship for the sake of status. Just because everybody on Instagram or everybody in your life has those boot up, there is no shame in being single. Single and happy, even better. There's no point of being in a relationship where you're, you're miserable. Sometimes you're bitter, you have to force that relationship. The relationship is work, and then you got to work. You have to work in the office, and you also have to work in a relationship. That's, that's not the life we were meant to live. If it's not quality, have the decency and the dignity to walk away. So if you're gonna be in a relationship, find something that is actually fueling your soul. If it's not fueling your soul, it's also okay to just find time and be be your own person. Have the confidence to enjoy your own company and being your own person. Take time to know yourself. Some point that I'd mentioned, the personal development, the self-awareness, and having a hobby. All this will result to you being able to enjoy your own company as a human being. There are very few people who have mastered the art of spending and enjoying personal time. Not because they're antisocial or anything, they just know how to entertain themselves as adults all over the world should. So take yourself out on solo dates, take yourself out for brunch, do a solo travel if you can. Don't hold your dreams waiting for somebody to come and join you in your 
your dreams because you waited too long. If you have the means to enjoy life solo or single, go for it. I'm not advocating for you to be single, I'm just advocating for you to find a way to enjoy time alone. Go to the movies, go for a play, go to the maybe not the pub. Just you get the point. Master the art of enjoying your own company. If you can enjoy your own company, I promise you, you're gonna be unbeatable. You're gonna be one of the baddest bitches that have ever walked this planet. Trust me on that. There are so many people that look confident and happy, but if you leave them alone, like they can't even handle their own company. They are miserable alone. Like break that circle and be one of those people who have leveled up for real. I am gonna talk about travel. Yeah, we're going there, we're traveling. Either solo or part of a group or with your significant other, I don't care. For the love of God, get out of your city, get out of your hometown, see the world, expand your horizon. It builds depth, it gives you character, it allows you to see life from a different perspective. I don't mean to book a ticket to Los Angeles. Do something local. If the budget allows, go all international. Whatever form of travel you can afford, go for it. And travel doesn't have to be expensive. Social media has brainwashed us, brainwashed us into thinking that. There are so many people showing you tips and tricks on how to travel on a budget. Tips and tricks, tricks on how to backpack. Do it for the experience, not for clout. If you go with this with the mindset of I'm trying to experience life through this perspective, it will make sense. If you're trying to go through life for clout, it will not make sense. So if you want to travel, travel and do it for you to enrich your soul. Make sense? Um, another bit is have a personal brand. You cannot be 30 and you're not a brand. Every person you meet or see is a brand. Some brands are dead, like the person is there but there's zero brand. And some brands are flourishing in Beyonce's internet. There's so much potential to be somebody or making somebody, making yourself someone. Just follow the tips that I have shared. Follow them fully. And I promise you, your branding is somewhere there. If you sit on yourself, take a piece of paper and write, who's the ideal person? Who's the ideal person in your head? Who do you envision or who do you see yourself being? Obviously, your bank account has nothing to do with this. Just think of the person you're trying to be, your ideal person, and start showing up as that person. At the back of the hand, there's still work that needs to be planned for you. Be delusional, but work towards fulfilling your delusion spirit. So if you're thinking of the person you're trying to be is like a CEO of a multinational company, what does she wear? What time does she sleep? Does she have a skincare routine? What does she eat? What, who are her friends? Does she talk to her mom? All those things talk like envision yourself already there like all the things you're wishing for you've already attained them and start showing up as that person your personal branding is there intertwining all those scales so dig deeper find that person and start showing as that person if the person you're envisioning a ceo and you are in instagram fighting people in the comment section what are you doing like that's not even aligned with your personal brand you are 30 year old plus following gossip blogs. Why? Aren't you busy enough? To each their own, but if you're trying to level up, following gossip blogs pages is literally a non-starter. Another aspect is time. As much as people say 30 is the new 20 but with money, 
I agree, but I also want to add something in with less time. Time is the only currency you have as a 30-year-old person. Like I mentioned, you have to sleep for eight hours. And then you go to work for whatever reason. If you're doing nine to five plus the one hour for lunch, that's nine hours. And then there's the dinner and breakfast in between. You've lost another hour, hour and a half. So technically, in a day that's 24 hours, you do not have 20 hours because life has to move on. So you have four hours left in a day that you can, you can either use them wisely or not. So be very protective of your time. People that have access to your time, make sure they are there serving a particular purpose. Don't have people waste your time left, right and center for the sake of holding on to relationships, friendships that are not enriching yourself. It's cycling back to have quality friends, relationships. See, all these points, if you look deep enough, they have a snowball effect. Yeah, we've done focus branding, we've done travel. So we're on the last one, hooray. Invest in yourself. Yeah, you thought I was gonna end this on a high note. I'm not, I'm gonna choose violence till yet. Invest in yourself. I'm talking about your physical surrounding. I'm talking about your general outlook. I'm talking about your grooming. I'm also talking about your mental health. If you have demons that you need to fight, fight them. In therapy, if you, if you pray, pray about it. Deal with those traumas. So it's easier for you to go into people's life fully and show up as fully as you can be. If you really want to be this badass boss, she doesn't show up at work with a t-shirt says like sugar. She dresses up classy and clean. And believe it or not, dressing up classy and clean doesn't need to break a bank. I have said it and I'll read it. I'm gonna even make this a separate conversation in the next in the coming topics. How to dress classy and elegantly on a budget. Because it's doable. You need a few pieces. You need like a white shirt. You need black trousers, you need a fitting pair of jeans, straight leg jeans, no ribs or nothing. You need a blazer, you need loafers, you need nude shoes, you need a pair of hot heels of your preference. Your hair has to be neat, groomed. If you're going to do lace wig, try and hide the lace as much as you can. If it's supposed to be invisible lace, let the lace be invisible. If you're going to do braids, let them be neat. Dandruff is not part of that package. Ashy knees, ashy legs, not part of that package. Clean nails. If you're gonna do you paint your nails, make sure they're well painted, they're not cheap. If they're long, the length is up for your own consideration. I have done it on, I've done the longest, I've done the shortest right now. I'm just, I have fresh tips. I'm doing like a mid length and I'm happy with it. I did the longest and I was happy with it. I don't, um, I don't identify one of those things where long nails doesn't make you classy or yeah, Classy is defined to you as long as they're clean, I'm happy for you. If you like it, I love it. What else? Body odor. Not part of the leveling up agenda. Get a perfume if you do not want to wear aluminum body spray. Find something that works for you as long as it omits the odor out of your body. Brush your teeth, scrape your tongue. Yeah, no, no. Things that you think you can fix, fix them. If you want to do like your lashes to oomph up your appearance, go for it. You do not have to do the 80 inch. You do not have to fly around. Keep them cute and classy. I don't know. Master the art of doing makeup under 10 minutes. All these little things are an investment to you. If you want to shop somewhere, 
iron your clothes, be on time. All these are part of investing on yourself. So if you take it one day at a time, they're not really set rules. Most importantly, have fun. You're gonna level up in your 30s. I'm not telling you to be seriously all, all work, no play. Have fun. I need to emphasize the importance of hobbies. So nature your hobbies, have fun. Always smile. I don't care how miserable your day is. Take time out of your day to smile to strangers. And that's my motto. I don't care how horrible of a day, week, month I'm having. I would never, ever, ever, ever look like what I'm going through. I will look so good and in, inside everything is falling apart, but you never know. And I will smile gracefully. Chin up, shoulders down, gracefully and I'm smiling. So I hope these tips were useful. They're not like written, it's not a law. So if it works for you, it works for you. Some of them I need to relearn myself, but this is all the conversation I have for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys on the next episode. Hopefully the next time is gonna be more fun. I hope these tips were useful. If you have any pointers to share with me, feel free to leave them down in the comment section below. For those who are, who are watching this on YouTube, I hope this was fun. For those who are listening it up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you should also check out the video. This was fun hanging out. So I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.